Well, hello, John. How are you doing? I'm well, Steve. How are you today? I'm good. Hey, John, uh, for those who have stumbled upon us, and there seem to have been several more the last couple of weeks, uh, we're the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve. And this is Obvious. And this is Obvious John. Okay. So we, so we work that in, John. Uh, I just have to open with, uh, we went undefeated last weekend with our picks, which is a, uh, a red letter day. Uh, I think there is now a national holiday for the uh, second weekend in November. Uh, so um, we, we can be proud for just a moment until we uh, chop it up this weekend, right, John? That's right. That's right. So, so John, I, I'm going to open with, have you seen The Mandalorian? I did, yes. And? Uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars geek, but I thought it, it definitely looks entertaining. Okay, yeah. I liked I, the little twist at the end. Little little twist at the end, and it had high production values. Yeah. 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 So, um, I, 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 I guess I look forward to seeing where it goes from here. Uh, but uh, there was a lot of pew, 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 and uh, that sort of thing. So uh, it, it lived up to its uh, Space Western uh, promo and, like I say, high production values. So um, it's hard to say a whole lot about 40 minutes of was going to be a multi-year series, but uh, I think it was a decent start. I agree. All right. So we got the Mandalorian out of the way. Now let's go to this. Guess what I saw at the theater last Sunday, John? What? I, 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 I'm admitting to our massive audience that I saw last Christmas. And? And, well, it was not as uh, sappy as I was afraid it was going to be. Uh, uh, it was pretty good. It has a twist at the end that maybe you'll know it's coming and maybe you won't. And I'm not going to spoil it for people because I think it's best if you don't know. Uh, I thought Amelia Clark was, uh, I, well, I thought she was good in the role. I, I'm not sure she can sing well enough, but maybe that's, you know, that's kind of hard to tell because she's an unsuccessful singer-actress. So how good are you when you're an unsuccessful singer-actress? But Exactly. Right. So, yeah, you know, I complain about her singing a little bit, but only a little bit. So it, it was charming enough, uh, a light, light bit of fair. Uh, for, for the holiday season. I suspect they'll get quite a bit more views uh, as the, we head toward Christmas as the, the really Christmassy movie coming out. I'm trying to think. Uh, I, guess, I guess there are several others, but I think this is the big one. So Yeah, I think it is. All right. Well, well so that's hard to top. So, so John, uh, you got a uh, sweatpants weekend coming? I do. Oh, you do actually it's supposed to be nice, so I might I might try and sneak in around and go off tomorrow, but we'll see. Oh, I didn't it snow there this week? Well, it, not in where I am, but yeah, it snowed in North Texas. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, it was a rough week in Texas, huh, John? Weather-wise, it was, it was Armageddon. Armageddon, yeah, like twenty-five degrees or something one day, right? Or a couple days? Yeah, yeah, we had lows at. Uh, dipped all the way down with wind chill factor down into the teens. Oh, oh, and 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 is everybody still alive or are they frozen someplace? 
we managed to survive. Managed uh, to survive. You know, there was a lots of tips on the news about you know worrying about frostbite and everything. Uh huh. Yeah, frostbite from <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because because you're admiral because you're you're going with Admiral Perry to the North Pole, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to worry about your frostbite in, in Texas in in November. All right, yeah, I had to get that in because I saw the Arctic uh, blast thing and it dipped dipping into Texas. So I, I figured you were having lots of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty humorous. Even even though it was miserable for me, since I've gotten a little soft since I've moved down here, it's still pretty funny to listen to the local, the you know the natives talk about how this was you know this is some serious BS and they were ready to yeah move to Mexico. Yeah, they're ready to go drive further south. Yeah. All right. Well, that's yeah, that's the way it goes, isn't it, John? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, John. Uh, we are. Uh, uh, we've been starting with the Yahoo picks of the week, and uh, I actually uh, Beth emailed me after losing the week and said she should have listened more to you since you won this week in Yahoo, John. So uh, yeah. So I'm getting props. Yeah, you're you're getting props. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I I don't I don't want to tell you that because I know what happens if you get props, but uh, there will. Anyway, we'll start in the same place we usually start, John, with the uh, the toughest picks uh, of any interest to anybody anyway uh, amongst our Yahoo picks, which starts with a game in your neck of the woods, well Texas, um, and that is TCU and uh, Texas Tech. Yeah. Um... TCU is uh, played decent football, I, I guess we could call. Yeah. Um, Back and forth. Tech, yeah, I mean they've they've played some up and down games at four and five, so it's not like they're setting the world on fire. Both teams are four and five. TCU is favored by three points in this game. It's at Texas Tech. Um, TCU's played a lot better football since they got housed by uh, uh, their. Kansas State there a few weeks ago, so I'm going to say that um, I'm going to take the uh, the Horn Frogs in this one. You're taking the Frogs, okay? Uh, hmm. I think I, I think I'm going to go with Tech on uh, at home. Uh, and you two four and five teams. I, I'm not sure I see the difference, but and and it's a long way to our next game. Uga and Auburn, they're, they're a lot closer together than TCU and and TTU, right? Yes. Yeah. So, what? Who do you like? Straight up, Uga or or Auburn? Oh, Georgia for sure. Georgia for sure. Wow, we're going. We're picking different all all weekend, huh? Easy, easy win for Georgia. Easy win for Georgia. All right. Wow. It would shake up the college football playoffs if uh, Auburn won that game. It would get a little interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, now the next one. Row your boat is underdogs at Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this is not even, this is definitely Minnesota for me. I think they're getting a little disrespect here. Uh-huh. I'm probably going to end up taking Minnesota too, but I, I don't know. And, and I watched them, so I, I thought they, I thought they looked good uh, last week, so. Uh, it's a tough place to play. I don't know what their bounce back is after the emotional high of last Saturday. They're probably actually the better team, but uh, not by a lot, I don't think. So, all right, 
Last game of interest uh, amongst the uh, low point spread ones, Arizona State at Oregon State. Uh, you have, yeah. you, have you had any luck with Arizona State this year? I think I've picked them wrong every time. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, they, they have, they, they're kind of like TCU. They've uh, not been very consistent and lost some games they should have won, we think, and won some games they shouldn't. So they are so very – Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Oregon State in this one. This one you're going to take Oregon State. You're going you're going jump jump off the uh, – the the devils and uh, and and go to the beavers. All right, which is, the game is up at Oregon State in Corvallis, which is another place you can't get to, John. Um, all right, John, big gaming, uh, your neck of the woods. We're going to call it again. Not terribly geographically close. The Saturday night game is OU and Baylor. It is a ten point spread, John. You like that spread? Yeah. I'm all over Baylor in that game. Yes. All over Baylor in that game. Okay. I've so I've actually got it at ten and a half. Uh, that it, I've seen it at. Oh, is that the morning? You got the morning lines in front of you, and it's up to ten and a half. That's what I'm. I'm looking at it right now, and it says ten and a half. All right. So break it down, John. OU's offense versus Baylor's. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, Filling the blank. Yeah. Uh, I guess they play good defense, particularly by Big 12 standards. But uh, and, and at the end of the game last week, it was only three field goals against three field goals against TCU. So I guess that looks like either good defense or bad offense. Uh, right. So is it is it OU's offense against Baylor's defense is the name of the game? <clears throat> yeah, I would guess that's that's the what you're going to be looking for. I like Baylor's, you know, the Baylor hasn't exactly, uh, they've scored some points themselves. So, um, you know, it's big high over under in this game. It's 67 and a half. So I think it's, they're expecting a high scoring game. I don't, I don't think they're expecting a lot of defense on either side of the ball, which we all know OU does not play defense. So, Oh, OU's defense for years, their, their uh, philosophy has been if we can slow them down a drive or two in the game, we'll win, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. So, uh, you're taking Baylor in the points in that one if you have to, huh? Definitely. Yeah. So, okay. Are, are you taking IU this week? Nope. Well, I would if it was at home. I would definitely take that 14 and a half points at home, but not on the road. Okay. Especially with a hurt. Penn State. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a big number. Uh, and IU is ranked this week uh, for the first time since you were born. And uh, so uh, so you're not taking that. What are you taking, John? I had a lot of games I liked this week. Did you? Um, we, two of them we talked about where that we were going to fight over, which yeah. was uh, Minnesota. I think one of it was Minnesota plus three and the Rutgers plus 53, right? Uh, oh, is it up to 53? 53 is what it is. It was only 51 when we had the discussion. Yeah. So you really taking Minnesota in the three? That will be my pick for the week. Actually, no, I'm going to stay with what I said earlier. I'll take my pick of the week is Baylor plus 10 and a half. Okay. I, I let you pick first and, uh. Now, now I have to figure out what I'm going to do. 
<laughs> I've got I've got five picks. I would be more than happy to take. Oh, I I the Baylor pick was my pick. Were you gonna take Baylor plus ten and a half? Yes. Well, I I only had it at ten, but you can have 10 Baylor at ten at ten and a half. All right, because you know I won last week with Baylor. I was going to stick with the the Golden Bears. Yeah. I'll take I'll take Georgia minus three at Auburn. Really? I think yes. Georgia's going to house them. All right. Georgia minus three. Hmm. I won't be. I, also, I don't think I can even root for for that, John. I also really like UMass plus no no at Northwestern. No, not the UMass game. No. Plus 41. Right. Yeah. Against a terrible Northwestern team. Well, Northwestern hasn't scored 41 points combined in the last five weeks. Yeah. Right. But So that line seems insane to me. Uh, have you looked at the nature of UMass's defense? Yeah. Still, it's, it's Northwestern. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll remember this when we when we come back to yes. you, along with several ge geography lessons and everything that we we have. All and right. I also like and just for, for okay. thought, I also like Minnesota plus three, and I like Rutgers plus fifty three. You really like the Rutgers number, huh? Yeah, I just think there's gonna they be never fifty three is so many. They never they never cover those big spreads, dude. I know that's what I'm saying. Never cover that big spread, but you're talking you're talking about the offense. The, the right. minus team never covers them. Yeah, that's, that's seven touchdowns. That's more than seven. Well, so I, I I've heard it broken down, and they say they can. Ohio State could probably score ninety if they want to. It's a question of, you know, how hard they're going to play, et cetera, et cetera, for for the game. But uh, you know, it just. Isn't there a point when you're up 49 nothing uh, that you just kind of say, oh, we don't. You know, let's just go through the motions and get out of here. Yeah, you put the walk-ons in. You run every play. You don't care about yeah. getting first downs. You just try and get off the field without. That's I mean, a tough, there's, there's a tough there's part that. of the 50. That, that when you're when you're given 50-something, that's the tough thing. Yeah, It's not yeah, that the team's not good enough to do it, but it's. And there's no beef between these teams, so there's no reason for Ohio State to embarrass them. Ohio State's already ranked top of the uh, the poll, so they don't have to go out and beat them by 70 to prove a point. I mean, it's you know they win this game by 35 to 45 points, and you know no harm, no foul. So I, yeah, I think 53 is nearly is silly. Okay. All right, John. That's uh, you know we're running up some minutes here, being silly. Uh, John, uh, NFL. So I just got to start with this. Uh, Monday night's game, they're in overtime. Minute 50 left. Seattle punts to the 49ers. They, Seattle has no timeouts left. Tie game, obviously. Um, uh, minute 50 left, as I said. What do you do? Not what they did. It has been suggested that there was nothing wrong with uh, kneeling three times, going home, or, or you know, killing another game with a two two game lead in your division. Uh, looks pretty good, and they did the one thing you you can do that actually lose the game, right? Throw it three times. So yep. they they ran a total of fifteen seconds off the clock, 
leaving Russell Wilson a minute 30 something, no timeouts. And of course he got them in field goal range and they won it on the last play. So yes, uh, we've talked about this before. These guys get paid a lot of money. Shouldn't they be better at the end of game shit? Well, it's the co- it's, I, I, it's coaching. Right. It's I know. I, mean, I know. I, but, but they're getting paid millions of dollars. I mean, Shanahan, isn't Shanahan getting several million dollars to make sure we win that game? And yeah. on top of that, you know, do we even want to talk about the end of the Cowboys game? Yeah, I knew you were going to bring that up. Same same scenario, you run the ball through. I mean, Dak throws all over Minnesota defense. He's, almost has 400 yards right. passing. He's 6 of 7 on the drive to get him to, like, the 11-yard line, right? And they decide the thing to do is to give it to Zeke uh, the next three times, right? So... All right, and which did, in case you missed it, did not work. So yeah, yeah. So don't even, you don't even try attempt one play action pass. Not no, well, yeah, not one real pass into the end zone. Right. So right. in a game where you're down, you're down uh, four, four points. Yeah, you gotta have a touchdown. So yes. Yeah, so you wonder how these guys get continue to get paid. But then I guess it's why guys like Belichick and. Uh, those guys who are pretty good at that stuff and don't make those kinds of mistakes. Uh, that's why they're legends, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, Garrett has had a history of poor clock management right. in the games and in the past halves and poor challenge flag management. Yeah. yeah so. but, but that, uh, not to, you know, we, we only are supposed to be doing a few minutes in our podcast, but that gets me, they were all blaming Garrett. Don't you blame the play caller? I mean, is Garrett really supposed to, to every play say, no, Kellen, I don't like that play. No, Kellen. I mean, if you got a guy calling the plays for you, don't you just let him call the plays? I, I well, mean, that's, that's, the, that's where the bugaboo is, is that a lot of people don't think that they're just, that he's letting um, Kellen call the plays 100% of the time. Is that right? Well, do they know that for a fact, or, or are they just... No, that's pure speculation. Right. Well, so, everybody hates Garrett in this area. I mean, they've yeah. Well, not they not can't wait to get rid of him. Nine years of them not doing as well as everybody thinks they should have uh, will do that to you, right? Uh, they've had a lot of talent on their team in the last ten years, and they've got absolutely nothing to show for it. Well, two playoff wins, I think, is the total, right? In ten, the last ten years, or is three. Uh, and, and last night, John, I, I've got a gripe about last night's game. Um, and this isn't officiating. Well, it sort of is because they called PI on both players. Uh, but why the heck was it, the, the guy from the Browns trying to draw pass interference when the ball, as he hit the ground, almost hit him in the head? I mean, he's got one hand pulling the defender down and the ball is right... Don't they pay you to catch the ball? They don't pay you to get PIs, right? Don't they pay you to catch the ball? You would think, yes. That's that's the plan. Yeah. Do you, did you see the highlights or see the play? Yeah, I did. And then I and then also at the end of the game, that was oh, yeah. pandemonium. Right. That well, crazy. The, I, that's craziness, man. I mean, you got a guy whacking a guy with his own helmet in the head, and then when he's <laughs> on the ground, they're kicking him. I mean... Oh, wow. oh yeah, I mean that Steelers went off on Miles Garrett. I mean they were throwing haymakers, kicking him while he was down. I mean it was yeah, that was something. But yeah. 
mean, he, what he Roy Rage QB. looks like. He did hit his QB in the head with a helmet, so I think uh, that becomes a freaking gang fight at that point. Yeah. But there's going to be some serious fines and suspensions coming. Yeah, well, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Garrett is out for the rest of the year. Right. I've, I've seen people suggest that Garrett might be out for the rest of the year. All right. Pick of the week in the NFL? Since you, you won and I pushed last week. Uh, I didn't really like a lot of the lines, um, the uh, point spreads. And, uh, it's and like those guys knew what they were doing, huh? I did like a lot of the over-unders okay. in this week's games. All um, right. I looked at those two. I didn't, I didn't see anything that stuck out, but go ahead. I like which one do I want to take? I'll take the lowest one. I'll take the over in a awful game between the Jets and the Redskins. And the magic That's number is thirty-eight and a half. Thirty-eight and a half. Okay. So it's a Twenty to nineteen game. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams have. Below average. I mean, the Jets have a little, I guess, an average defense. Both teams have below, but I think this game could end up getting, you know, this could be one of those crappy 35 to 32 games where there's just, they score a lot. There might be, heck, there might be a couple of defensive touchdowns in this uh, game. I'm sorry. Has the skin scored 32 in a game yet this year? No. Okay. And the Jets probably have only scored that many against the Cowboys, right? They don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, but but it's true. I mean, I, I think yeah. that is the only game they've really put a bunch of points on the board, as I recall. So, um, all right. Um, they don't have to score 32. They, it's, like I said, 20 yeah. to 19 wins this game or wins yeah. the overall. I, I got you. So. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. I, I wonder what all your other choices were. Mine is simple, and you're going to love it. Uh, I want the Eagles and the three and a half points against the Patriots. And I think I, that's silly. I, I know you do because they're, the Patriots are coming off both a loss and a bye week, but I don't think they're very good. I, I mean, we talked about this about the Ravens game two weeks ago when they played, uh, whether one of them was a paper tiger or not, and I think it showed that the Patriots are more of the paper tiger, and I think the Eagles are a solid team. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the home dog, which, you know, we love home dogs. It's a home dog. And they're a good team that's a home dog. So I'm going to take the points. And we'll, you can tell me what a dumbass I was next week. I can tell you what a dumbass you are right now. Okay. <clears throat> to bet against the Patriots out of, off a loss in a bye week, that's just crazy. I don't think they've ever – I don't know the last time they've lost two games in a row. And I know – I'd like to know the last time they lost on a, after a bye week. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we will. We will. We will have this conversation again next Friday, when when we tape. If I win this bet, and if I don't, we're going to forget that we had this conversation. So <laughs> you're going to expunge this from all records. Yeah. Well, I may go back and cut it down to just ten seconds, uh, as, as it is. So, so we're at the end of end of taping here, John. So let let's talk about baseball. And, and so everybody can, everybody can turn off uh, yeah. now. Okay. Mike Trout won the American League MVP award having missed 30 games. John, you okay with that? 
he's still the best player in Major League Baseball. So yeah. Hmm. So if he missed eighty games, he would still get the award. No, it's not for best player, you know. Well, you're right. It's for the most valuable player. Right, and, and they won. Definitely the most they won, valuable player on his team that won seventy two games. Okay. It's not the first time he's won it on a crappy team. I know. I'm just. It's one of those things about how much do you reward somebody. Even if he is, he's a Hall of Fame player. He's the best player in baseball, hands down. But doesn't even play the full season, and his team sucks. Uh, you know, you would think somebody on a team that won 107 games uh, should deserve to win it. But uh, there you go. Uh, the set, second second thing to ask: uh, uh, managerial hires. Were you surprised that the uh, Giants hired Gabe Kapler? I mean, nothing really surprises me in Major League Baseball. So, yeah, I mean, a little bit, but I, mean, I don't really know much about the guys, so I guess that's what's surprising well, to me. Well, can you imagine everybody sitting around going, wow, Gabe Kapler is available. We should, we need him as our manager. You know, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to hard to see. It's not exactly a big name hire. Yeah. Do you, do you like the Beltran hire with the Mets? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it, that is if he's not kicked out of baseball because the Astros cheated. Yeah, Ash, I think this is a, that's a non-story. I think every team does it. And it's just becoming, for whatever reason, the Astros are being singled out for it. Did you say that about the Patriots and the football? Yes. Did you really? No, I didn't. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we will push on. It'll be interesting to see what, what uh, well, some, I heard somebody, you're going to love this one. Somebody said about what the commissioner should do about the Astros thing. You ready? Yeah. Suspend John, Tom Brady for four games. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I did see a funny meme where it said uh, uh, footage of the Astros videographer stealing signs, and it was Bill Belichick holding a camera. Yeah, well, yeah, there are probably a whole bunch of those memes available to you. How about Joe Girardi getting hired at the, with the Phillies? I like Joe Girardi. I think he was a good manager. Uh, I know he didn't live up to the expectations that they had for him with, uh, with the Yankees, but they also didn't have a very good team through that stretch. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good hire. I think he's a great manager. It'll be interesting to see. He's probably good for several wins a year. Uh, and I, I think that might help them. That might, they, they might be more of a contender ne next year than, than they were. All right. Traditionally, so, traditionally catchers make great, man I think, make great managers because they're used to calling games from behind the plate. So, um, yeah, I like pretty much any catcher that becomes a manager. I think is deserves a shot. Is that right? Is it is that why you're all excited about Ross being the Cubs' new manager? I am not disappointed with Rossi being our manager. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk about this next July and see see how it's going. All right. One more thing. <laughs> we need to see who's going to be on that team first. Yeah. Well, we're going we're going to have to talk about that before the. Uh, December meetings start December 8th, so maybe the 5th we will have to. Of course, that's uh, conference playoff weekend, and NFL is in full swing, but uh, that might be an interesting week in baseball, especially, as you say, the Cubs, there's been talk that multiple players might get moved. 
uh, by the Cubbies. So that, that could be interesting. So, so I got one last one. I, I'm dying to hear what you're going to say here, John. Uh, did Will Smith deserve the big contract he got from the Braves? No. Okay. Uh, did you see him in his last movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you didn't see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there you go. I, I was. I was. Uh, I, I read that he was the hot commodity on the on the uh, market, and but he got forty million, something like that, for three years for a guy I. I Frankly, never heard of, but uh, there you go. I guess I don't follow the Giants well enough to know no. what a what a secret gem he was, huh? Right. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, so I got a question for you to finish things up. Yeah. Uh oh. So since Kentucky got beat by Evansville this week, does that mean they're gonna remove them from their schedule and never play them again, like they did IU? Uh, oh, certainly. Yes. Especially, uh, I think that now if they're going to rewrite the contract, if Evansville wants to play them, they have to pay Kentucky now. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny to come into the number one team and get paid, I don't know, what, a couple million dollars for your... Yeah, well, uh, I'm sure at least six figures, so yeah, to help the Purple Aces and then, and then uh, go ahead and win the game. They forgot to put it in the contract, you're not allowed to win the game, right? Yeah, you're supposed to lay down. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to clank it here. Yeah, I, well, I, I'm just interesting, but you know, it's November. Who cares? Uh, you know, it might mean something in the spring when we're talking. Can Evansville get in as an at-large? But they're in a conference that almost never has two teams out of it, right? So I I don't know if it make any difference at all. But no, probably not. I yeah. Mean, it's it's uh, it's pretty mute at this point, but still think it's pretty awesome as a, a you guy that see Kentucky lose. So yeah, well, I, I you you saw that the the crowd at uh, Assembly Hall uh, when they put the score up, they stood up and <laughs> yeah, gave a standing went, O. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they went crazy. Yeah, so there there you go. Well, John, uh, our, our larger audience is going to get a larger show this week unless I cut it down, and I probably should. Uh, so, um, we're done again. Okay. You have a great weekend. If you, you're going to cut anything out, I'd cut out your, uh, your Eagles pick. Is that right? Uh, I think I actually have to leave the pick, but maybe the banter about it we can cut out. Uh, uh, and maybe even the Tom Brady gets suspended joke. But there you go. All right, John. Have a good one. Have a great weekend, Steve. You too. Bye. Bye.